Nick Vanderpie describes himself as a woodsman, renegade journalist, born-again pagan, trout bum, and anarchist in Black Granite Territory. He lives in Mellon, Wisconsin, where he reports on the politics and the natural phenology of the Northwoods. His 2022 book, Water Protectors, The Help Campaign to Save the Pinocchies, details the 2014 activist campaign that blocked the proposed Gagebic taconite iron mine near the shores of Lake Superior. Nick Vanderpie joins us now by phone. Welcome to the 8 o'clock buzz. Good morning. So the book has been out for a while now, and uh, what kind of reception has it received so far? Well, it's uh, selling. I've been visiting libraries, you know, just to summarize uh, ten years ago, during the coldest winter of the past century, we occupied treaty-protected territory in the Pinocchies in northwestern Wisconsin. Uh, Bianaki is the Indian word for clean, pure, salubrious Mother Earth. A West Virginia coal magnate, uh, Chris Klein, wanted to dig a thousand-foot hole in the headwaters of the Bad River. And we occupied in wigwams and wall tents. Uh, the only light within 10 miles was the moon and the stars. We, we lived on deer meat, wild rice, squash, and pure uh, artesian water. Uh, HELP, by the way, stands for Harvest Education Learning Project. We were teaching people how to live close to the land. During that time, I hunted with Mike Wiggins. I... I made rice with Larry Ackley. I made birch bark baskets with with others. Uh, we had a great time. One morning, it was a 37 below zero. I went out and I spilled some coffee. When you spill coffee at 37 below zero, it sounds like a pistol shot going off. Uh, at that moment, I walked back in my wall tent. I got some uh, I got some food, some tallow. And I fed the chickadees. The chickadees gathered around my hand, uh, sharing the food and living near the wild heart of life. Uh, during that time uh, I was in the woods, the chickadees became my teachers. And the end result was the Gagebic taconite mine uh, pulled out and, and left. And is that, is that the end of the story, or do we need to continue to be on guard against further incursions? Well, we occupied in that country and got really active politically and denied the company a social license to operate in our territory. Uh, this was uh, similar to what happened at Crandon during the fight against Exxon. Uh, the difference here was uh, it took us 28 years to stop Exxon, but only took us three years to stop uh, Gogebic Taconite. Now, some of that had to do with the decline in iron ore prices. Uh, they dropped from $150 a ton to less than 70 But we, you know, pointed out that there were wetlands in the, in the Pinocchies, which uh, they would have filled in and would have destroyed. But the mining is coming back, of course, with the so-called green economy. They're going to need uh, lots of precious metals. There's mining being proposed now um, down in, um, oh, what's the name of it? It's down by Medford. There's mining being proposed there. And there's also threats of mining coming uh, in the Pelican River area because the uh, 
local politicians denied an effort to use Noel's Nelson stewardship funds to preserve some areas that had been turned over from the from the paper company. By the way, about three weeks ago, we were at Mole Lake celebrating the tribal purchase of the Crandon mine site. Uh, I might say that this is this whole movement is a collection of seventh generation Euro Americans with indigenous leadership. Uh, we, we're winning up here. We stopped uh, GTAC. We stopped a pig farm. Uh, event, you know, back 25, 30 years ago, we stopped a high-level nuclear waste dump. We just won a um, a uh, discussion with the Mellon School that they're required to teach Act 31, which is about tribal sovereignty. So I, I'm real pleased about the movement so far. Why? What do you attribute that success to, especially at a time when so much of Wisconsin is uh, moving uh, towards sort of um, anti-native um, sort of sentiment? Well, as as we said down at Mole Lake, some tobacco works. Uh, this is a spiritual movement. Uh, this is bringing people together in love. Uh, we're not uh, arming ourselves with AK-47s. We're feeding our opponents. Uh, one of our women, Felina LaPointe, walked up on the firing line after GTAC brought in mercenaries from Arizona and fed fed the soldiers uh, chicken. Um, this is a Gandhian type of resistance. But we got a lot of perseverance. And, you know, there's a good Finnish word that describes what we're about. It's called sisu, which means toughness. You know, go and spend the winter out there in a wigwam when it's 37 below for three weeks and uh, tell me that the spirits aren't going to help you. What uh, One of the other things that um, your people who follow you are aware of is that you often uh, report on some of the natural occurrences going on in the Northwoods. What's happening there now, especially with such a warm winter compared to the very cold winter of 2013-14? Well, when, when I was a boy... I could usually walk on the ice by Thanksgiving. And by mid-December, I was able to drive a truck on the ice. I was out on the ice last week, and 48-degree temperature would rain, opening up my fishing holes, which made three- to four-foot holes in the ice, which made it very dangerous. I'm not ice fishing right now. So we're seeing that. We're... I've been told by tribal attorneys that we're probably going to lose whitefish and we're probably going to lose maple trees. You know, I can barely wrap myself around that. It makes me feel so bad. The idea that we won't be able to harvest maple sap in another four or five years and we won't be able to eat whitefish, uh, really, really uh, something I grieve right now. Is there a, uh, a growing awareness of climate change in the North Country? Well, there is up here, but show me a politician that acknowledges it or will do anything except for, say, John Kerry, who said a few weeks ago, no more coal-fired generating plants should be built in the world. He says he's militant about that. Well, he's one of the few militant ones. I mean, you even have... Uh, Saudis telling us that there's no science behind climate change. Well, there is science, and uh, we're in a we're in a stage of denialism. People are uh, fixated on 
buying new trucks, uh, building giant houses. Uh, there's so many things we could have done, starting with the book Limits to Growth back in the 70s, which has basically been denied. But MIT predicted that we would be in, we would be in this situation by the first decade of the 21st century, and we're there. You know, we're, we're, we're losing it. You know, we, we don't have ice anymore. All right, we've been speaking with journalist and activist Nick Vanderpie. Thank you so much for joining us on the 8 o'clock buzz. Appreciate it.